Beat of the month. Beat of the month. Gotta have me my beat of the month. Beat of the month. Beat of the month. Gotta have me my beat of the month. The Game Boy, the Xbox, the PlayStation 4. Gotta press pause cause your mom's at my door. Beat of the month. Beat of the month. Gotta have me my beat of the month. We game all month, give out points and sorts. Better look out, it's another Switch port. Beat of the month. Beat of the month. Gotta have me my beat of the month. Beat of the month. Beat of the month. Welcome everyone to another episode of the Beat of the Month podcast. This episode 105, and we are taking a look at party games. And tonight I'm joined with Muff. Hey. Uh, Spiral. Holla. And Bash. What up? And my name is Brian. So, uh, yeah, we're doing party games. I think we said we were going to do this an episode or two ago, but we uh, delayed it a bit. Uh, Or maybe that was the Rock Band episode. Um, But anyway, we're doing party games now. Just four of us. But, you know, you you can have a good party with four people, I think. Right, Muff? So, uh, I mean, no. Yeah, I've seen some shit. So if you are new to the podcast, what we do is we pick a theme of the month, hence the name of the podcast, Beat of the Month, and we pick games on that theme. That theme could be things such as space games or um, role-playing games, or in this instance, party games. So we're doing... What's that, Spiral? I'm not a fan of party games being a theme. No offense, Brian. Oh, we're we're getting into it already. So yeah, let's, let's... what are your thoughts on party games? Spiral does not like them. You want to you want to I have zero thoughts. Zero thoughts on party games. I think party games are for the casuals. We don't care about the casuals. We want the hardcore gamers who spend 200 hours playing World of Warcraft and shit like that. We don't want some person playing Mario Party for an hour and thinking they're a wizard at the game. So, that, uh, yeah, is, fuck party games. Is this intentionally trying to rile up the uh, the TikTok crowd? Is that Oh god, don't get me started on TikTok. <laughs> what you I'm sure here? they love party games. I would imagine yeah. so, yeah. I would like to chime in on this here talking <laughs> because he uh he's the motherfucker that won the Mario party and created the pandemic. So, <laughs> that motherfucker right here is like I don't like party games cuz last time we got to play party, yeah, this is the bitch that won. We need another pandemic without without, you know, all the millions of people dying. But uh, pandemic was a great time in my life. Just a reason to stay inside. Exactly. Bash, what are your thoughts on party games? Uh, better uh, local play than online. I don't think I've really ever played one online. It just doesn't feel like it would be the same. They can still be a surprising amount of fun. But you are right. I mean, they're definitely better in person. But um, yeah, the, the right game can still be fun online, I would say. Yeah. I take it back. Party games are fun. Just like that. You know, a, a complete change of heart. Just because I just remembered Rock Band and Mario Party. That those are fun times. You just now remember Rock Band? So here's a fun question. Mm-hmm. What the fuck makes a party game? That is a great question. I would uh, that's say That's what I just fucking said. I would say that it would be a game that relies on multiple people or at its core is intended to play with multiple people. And then I would say, usually party games involve, well, I was going to say taking turns, but that isn't really the case because there's stuff like Overcooked and Fall Guys where I would say it's... it's Live action. Yeah, I would say it's games. They usually have rounds in them. I mean, that's not always the case, but there's usually rounds that then lead to a winner 
yeah what what are you guys' thoughts on like how you would define a party game probably be like maybe five ten minute tops like play time like at each time you know but mario party can take forever yeah true so yeah it's um Uh, but it keeps you engaged and the mini games are very short though like Mm -hmm. maybe that it's like small bursts of activity it seems yeah yeah it's basically like bringing a fucking board game to life if you can do that that's a fucking party game yeah yeah Mm -hmm. that's almost like a subset of party games i would say would be the board game party game but then like there's stuff like overcooked that kind of like makes it hard overcooked is kind of an anomaly like it's multiplayer co-op it's fast it's frantic but it doesn't have a lot of the other things that a lot of like traditional party game game. you don't think overcooked is a party game no i mean that's an interesting i i would consider it a party game but i mean maybe it's not i don't even know i haven't looked on wikipedia to see how they define it really i think it's defined as party game when i was looking it up I don't. I'm not familiar with that game, but uh, I think also what defines a party game is like anybody can get, get can get into it really easily, right? So you have people who like maybe don't play video games that often, but can play games like Mario Party or Rock Band or a board game or Wheel of Fortune or shit like that. Like they can play, they can pick it up and play it pretty easily because you, you know at a party you can have multiple different people, right? People who love video games don't play video games, you know males females mainly males in our group but uh you know people who don't really play video games very often might be at a party and might pick up a game like karaoke like rock band basically what rock band is that's why it's so fun yeah that's a good point accessibility is a big part i'm I'm trying to think of a party game that i would consider is not approachable by new people and they pretty much all are so yeah that's a pretty good uh yeah, like like if you were going to take something like try and squeeze in Call of Duty to somehow fit into a party mode, like that would definitely be a feature that would, you know, exclude it from being in there. I felt like GoldenEye back in the day was kind of, we kind of used it like a party game, but that would, if you're playing with people that have been playing it for like a year, it might be hard to jump in unless you set it to like Golden Gun or something. Yeah, yeah, it seems like the when games give you a ton of customization, like multiplayer games give you a ton of customization, that can make it more like a party game. And then that, you saying GoldenEye makes me think of Smash Brothers. You know, Smash Brothers has whole camps of people that argue about is it a fighting game or is it a party game? And um, But Smash Brothers also has like a pretty high skill level, even though it's not necessarily required if you're playing in like some of the wackier modes where you've got a ton of items raining down. But um yeah, yeah, there are certain games where, like, I would consider Smash Brothers a fighting game, but you can certainly turn it into something that's more like a party game, which is, yeah, bash pretty much what we used to do with Goldeneye, like you said. So if you take a, like, a, a NBA Jam or even, like, a Mortal Kombat, would you consider that a party game? Because it's, like, one versus one? I mean, Mortal Kombat, I would definitely not consider a party game. There's just not enough going on. And maybe they've changed it in the modern ones, but... I mean, for one, it's only 1v1. I think party games, at least in my opinion, can support at least four at a time. So what if you got like eight people over at the house and it's like a tournament taking turns or teams and uh, each person is one-on-one for their match or game, but it's a team like setting to where uh, like these four... Fuck us, just these four. 
I mean, I, I, I don't is that, know. Does that then become a party? I mean, I, I don't know about you guys. I would not consider. I mean, if you could shoehorn Mortal Kombat to be considered a party game, you could pretty much do that with any game. Not any game, but well, a lot and, of games. And that's where part of the line is going to be. It's just like, okay, is it really just a a uh, solo or couch co-op? Um, but just because there's a bunch of bitches in the house doesn't mean that it's actually a party game. Yeah, yeah. So the game makeup itself, so there's no curveballs be like, but if six other motherfuckers are here playing, then it's a party. Yeah, I would agree with that. All right, well, that's episode 105. <laughs> <laughs> so what do you guys think makes a good party game versus a bad party game? And in my opinion, I would say most party games at their core are not very good and that it is the multiplayer aspect of them that makes them good. And that if you were playing them single player against like computer controlled opponents, most of them would be abysmal to play. You say that about a lot of games though. Um, I mean, I play a lot of single player games. So I, I mean, I would say those games hold up would, just fine without being multiplayer. Would but you have party more games. fun if you had a buddy on the couch with you playing? Uh, n- no. Yeah, maybe. Um, but I still have a lot of fun by myself where a party game, I think if you take out the multiplayer aspect of it, it because it, it would drop its, it would cut its review score in half. Like if it's an eight out of 10 game, it would become like a four out of 10 game or something like that. Like they rely so heavily on that, which to their defense, I guess like they're created for that. So they're making it all about, but sometimes I think they they rely on it like a crutch, like oh, if you play with your friends, it'll be fun. But what do you guys think? What do you guys think makes a good party game versus a bad one? I think the bitch that said no, Spiral. Notice he had me over for Halo ages ago. I had never seen it before, and he screen watching, killing me from everywhere. You this had is a good true. time. It was fun. But to answer uh, Brian's question, I would say a good party game like we alluded to before has to be accessible for everybody you know no one wants to go into a game and don't know what the fuck's going on and be fucked up and killed all the time like moth was in halo the other thing um that i think makes a good party game is a little bit of parody because you don't want some motherfucker who's played this game a million times and kicks everybody's asses so having um kind of a skill set that's kind of equalized for everybody i think makes it a little bit more fun um or at least some settings that make things a little easier for everybody. Um, and then third, I think just a randomness of a, of a party game. Like, I liked Mario Party when we played it together. I liked the random um, mini games and shit like that that happened. I liked uh, traversing the map and, you know, having random things happen when you're moving across the map. I think all those things are, are really fun. And in Rock Band, which I think is the ultimate party game, just um, the ability just to have fun with each other and play coordinated towards a goal i think is really fun like someone playing the drums someone singing someone playing the guitar like all that stuff makes for a good experience i find that uh party game is where gimmick gimmicky shit Mm -hmm. is acceptable Uh, i remember on gamecube when i first got uh, mario party me and the kids were playing and there was one of them where you had a microphone you had to use for one of the mini games. And it was just like, holy shit, that's just a completely different concept that you throw on in. Uh, whereas you're not going to get that shit. Um, say on like Sonic, like, Hey, Sonic, spin your bitch ass and run that way. 
to one of your points, Spiral, like you want it to be kind of an even playing board, but sometimes Mario Party just like hands out the the win to somebody at the end where it's like that was kind of bogus, like where they just hand out random stars. So I think it's good when there is still some kind of edge that a skillful person can get. It shouldn't be where like, yeah, that person's just going to stomp everybody else. But like, I think a good, like the mini games, if it's a puzzle game or if it's a party game that has mini games, they should be very easy to pick up. And where like, even somebody, if they've only played it like two or three times would be just as good as somebody who's played it like, 50 times and I, I don't know maybe that's not the case maybe if somebody's played it 50 times they're always going to be better but just something mario party never i never liked it that much because it always it seemed a little too random to me so taking that aspect if you think about the foundation of where mario party comes from mario kart you ain't got to be the best the whole thing you get that damn blue shell you fucked you get that uh bullet bill all of a sudden you go from last to second with a chance, uh, I mean, the stuff you hate is fun for me to hear you say because Nintendo's really based on participation trophies. They're just there. They don't have to be good, but they want the trophy too, just like Xbox. So I think Mario Kart is a better balance of that than Mario Party because I think in Mario Kart, in general, because I've played it a lot, I would beat like, if we all played around, I'm not trying to be cocky or whatever, but I think I would win more often. But I'm not going to win every time. And there's sometimes where I'm going to lose because, yeah, I'm going to get hit by a first-place shell or I'm going to get bombarded with other stuff. But in Mario Party, it's like a complete crapshoot most of the time. Where That's why you hate it. What, Mario Party? Yeah, because you're used to being number one and you yeah. just can't take That's it. That's not even the not. case. No, Melvin's oh, the one. Who- <laughs> holy shit, man. No, 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 no. Mr. Melvin- Mr. CG's turning red here. Steam coming off the melon. Melvin is the one that's always touting that he's the elite gamer. He's the best gamer. That's not me, okay? I'm not saying I'm the best of the best. I'm just saying in Mario Kart, I'm pretty good. And most of the time I would win. In Mario Party, I don't even expect that I'm going to win all the time. But. If I'm in the lead at the very end and then they just start handing out bullshit random stars and then somebody else wins, yeah, I'm going to feel a little gypped at that point. Struck a nerve, looks like. Mm-hmm. A little bit, a little bit. Because, yeah, I said the Mario Kart comment. I, I am not the cocky, like, I'm not Melvin saying I'm like, you know, macho <laughs> gamer beating my chest. He's not shit. even here to defend himself. That's exactly why. Him. That's exactly why. <laughs> if you're not here, then you deserve to have stuff said about you because... You got to show up to defend yourself. Anyway, um, why don't we get? Yeah, I I like Melvin too. Um, Why don't we get into the games we played? But did you guys have any final thoughts? White Castle. Do I think he eats White Castle? Yeah. I thought he said that he likes it actually. Because White Castle is a good late night snack, but he never eaten White Castle on the podcast. I think he does like White Castle. I think we talked about this. I don't think so, actually. Yeah, chili. Maybe yeah. it's not close to his house. I'm trying to think of High fast food cream. that he's eaten. Chili-flavored ice cream, yeah. He had Arby's that one night. I know that. That was recent. Is there a White like Castle White near Castle. you, Brian? There was, and it closed down, I believe. What I never liked do? White Castle. I didn't go there, so blame me. I think like um, 10 years after Harold and Kumar, the fucking like hype kind of died down, and they started shutting down all over the place. Feels like what happened. 
the White you know, Castle where I grew up is still there on Lake Street. There was me and Emil when we were going into Walmart one day. We had to start Walmart. Emil and I. Emil and I. Whatever. Um, I, I spirals the English guy, right? I'm surprised he didn't correct yeah, me. Yeah, look at that crusty bitch. Uh, Sippins. He didn't correct me because he's not a <laughs> anyway. <laughs> um, so Emil and I do not edit that shit. Do not edit that shit. Emil and I that was for sure be edited. <laughs> Emil and I, when we were going to Walmart to work one day, we decided to go to White Castle and DeKalb or Sycamore. We didn't realize it was the opening day. Like we went in and we're like, this is really busy. Like this is really busy right now. And yeah, it was the very first day that they had opened. Like, and we just had no idea. So, I like White Castle, but their the service was fucking terrible here in DeKalb. It was just so bad. It was good at first, but then the people that were working hard left, and then it just became like everything else in this fucking town. It's just like, well, we're here. But it's like, man, those sliders, you eat like 10 or 12 of them, man, they hit the spot. They do. I mean, at least going in, they hit the spot. So good. <laughs> oh, no, coming out, they do, too. All right, let's get into some of the party games or any other games that we played. Um... I'm going to go first. So didn't get a chance to play a whole lot of party games. We had scheduled, you know, some nights throughout the month that we were going to get together. Didn't really happen, but I did meet up with Melvin and Darkseid for one night of party games. Um, We played Overcooked. So it's an old game. I'm sure people are familiar. You play as a bunch of chefs and you are trying to put together meals for people. So you may need to put together a cheeseburger for a customer. And so you got to get the meat. And you got to chop it up and then you have to cook it and then you chop up the lettuce and the tomato, put it all on a bun and then you put it out to the customer. And then you've got multiple people that are all doing certain roles. Like maybe one person is just cooking the meat. The other person's washing the dishes. The other person's cutting the vegetables, things like that. So who's we doing played, the dishes? Um, I, we, we all did it equally. There was no, no, I, I don't know. Dark side did it once. I did it once. Um, Melvin, Melvin refused. Who but, has the mo- who had the most meat? That was Dark Side for sure. Um, so this but, was in person. Yeah. <laughs> um, so we were playing the uh, Overcooked All You Can Eat edition, which I think <laughs> is like yeah Overcooked one and two <laughs> with all the DLC and things like that. No wonder but Dark Side couldn't make it. The thing that we noticed was it was really hard, like crazy hard. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, lots of hard, <laughs> lots of hard meat. Yeah, okay. Get all your freaking haha jilly jokes out. Bitch, you the one talking. Um. Anyway, it was it was very hard. We were surprised <laughs> at how hard it was. I can't escape the innuendo. I'm not even intending for that. You love it. Um. Anyway, we didn't play for that long because we were like, this is getting frustrating. So, Overcooked One, when you played it, they really eased you into. The gameplay, because it was easier at first. Where this, it, we didn't know what level. They all looked really complicated. So I would say if you're going to start with an Overcooked game, just start with Overcooked, the first one. Don't go into this all-you-can-eat one, because it's it seemed pretty damn hard for us. Next game, we played Wheel of Fortune. This was on PlayStation Plus. Yeah, the, everybody knows what Wheel of Fortune is. I whipped their ass. So, um, yeah, it was fun. Um, yeah, there's not much else to say. Is Pat Sajak in it? 
I don't think so. I mean, there's a guy that is obviously supposed to kind of be like Pat Sajak, but it didn't really look like him. And what then, about, uh, what's her nuts? Yeah, Vanna, what about Venus guy? Vanna yeah. White did not really look that much like Vanna White. I, I don't think, maybe. Um, I'm trying to remember if she even had blonde hair in the game. But, um, I mean, it was fine. Like, pretty much every system ever made has had a copy of Wheel of Fortune on it. So, it was, uh, yeah, we played one round. It was fine. Didn't um, we play that uh, here after we played Madden? We played was, at, your, at your house, yeah. Yeah. Did we? Yeah, I thought it was Jeopardy for some reason. We played both. We did both. Yeah. So here's my thought: When y'all were here playing, that was party game. If y'all online, that ain't party game. Hmm. I don't yeah. know that I would say that. I well, just said, have, so we're yeah. good. That makes sense. Like a party is like an in-person thing, right? Yeah. So you're saying no party game? Yeah. Take be, your points away. That's some bullshit yeah. right there. No party game can be played online. Is that what you're saying? A party is like. You know, in person. Yeah, I'll tell you what. Some Zoom bullshit. Yeah, like yeah, fuck the Zoom bullshit. But if you were to do a landline thing up in the house, like used to holies and hooks, yeah, that's party. So if we did a land party and we're in separate rooms of of the same house, that is still considered a a party game, then. Absolutely, I, I would give that to you. All right, well, duly noted, when we do Party Game Part 2 three years from now, Never. I'll make sure we all yeah, get we together in person. Anyway. I'll tell you what. No, well, no, what I would consider Party Game? What's Your that? birthday. When we all took turns. <laughs> um, oh. Smoo, Smoo came out on top. Yeah, we, did, we didn't take turns. I mean, Wii Sports is... Uh, you play at the same time, though. You just... No, we took turns. Uh... For bowling, no, even bowling, I think they had a simultaneous mode. But like tennis, we were all playing at the same time. Badminton, all at the same time. I mean, we had to take turns because we had a group of more than the number of people they could play at once. Switch so we... that party. I would yeah. say switch sports could be a party game. Yeah, party game. <laughs> anyway, did you, did you think about that? Did I think about what? Switch sports. In, in terms of what, did I think about playing it again or something? Did you, or? Did you think that that would be party game? Um, yeah, I would consider it one. Yeah, I, I guess. No, I we, understand you would, but to, like before the episode, did you think of that? Um, no, not really, because I didn't so play you, it. Did you even forget or remember that we were there at your birthday? Yeah, I remember you were at my birthday. <laughs> what is happening you care about, tonight? Do you care about us at all, Brian? Like, yeah. Just, yeah, I care about you guys way more than you care about me, and that's a fucking yeah. fact. That oh whoa whoa no. whoa oh. yes please you really yes okay it wasn't me that gave you pink eye I'd have gave you a booty bib <laughs> last game we played Fall Guys everybody knows that <laughs> shit so you run around and the controls suck but you have fun because you're playing with other people it's battle royale Dark Side was a fucking pimp he won twice so he had one win at the end that was like a miraculous save for him to be able to win. It was it was pretty crazy. So you How say this was Melvin. No, Melvin was already t- done at that point. So yeah, me and Melvin were just watching Dark Side and uh you say you have to be together to be a party, but I mean we were cheering him on pretty loudly. So There's it was nothing wrong uh, with that. Supporting your friends. It was Yeah, but I'm saying the, the it felt like a party to me. The excitement was there like even though we were online. Oh, well, no party. Anyway, 
Um, that's all the party games that I played. I have been playing, this is not party games, but I've been playing the Sonic Origins collection. So not really a whole lot to say. I mean, they're old Sonic games, but I've played through Sonic 1, Sonic 2, Sonic CD. I mean, it's nice. They It's like widescreen and, um, you know, HD. So it, they do, uh, there's no lives. So that makes it easier. And you, you get these special coins that you get from like a, a separate mission mode. And the mission mode is just like, you know, beat 10 enemies before you get to the goal or like do this task in 25 seconds. But you get all these special coins and I've got like 400 of them. So you get a ton of them. So when you play in the main game, if you do the chaos emerald task or bonus level or whatever, if you lose, you spend one coin to do the chaos emerald thing again. So in Sonic two, I'm not very good at that half pipe thing where you're trying to collect all the coins or the, sorry, the rings. But when you get to try it over and over and over again, I was able to do it and get supersonic, which was cool because um, I don't usually get supersonic in Sonic 2 because it's hard to do that. It's a good song. Did you play this in Seattle? No, I haven't been to Seattle in 20 years. What made you bring this game? Play it. It just came out. For what? Uh, Switch? Yeah, well, the physical version just came out recently. A Switch, it's probably out on PS5 as well. Maybe Xbox, I'm not sure. Are you playing it on Switch? I am playing it on Switch, yeah. It's a good handheld game, so like, I had to get my oil changed. You know, I was playing it there. I had to go to the doctor's office. I'm playing it there. So um, yeah, it, it's good for that. Where I don't necessarily love playing Zelda in handheld mode, but I mean, I'll play Sonic in handheld mode, no problem. Everything so, go okay? With what? The doctor. The doctor? Oh, yeah. I mean, I have pink eye, but that's it. Oh, you so. went to the doctor for pink eye? Yeah. That's how he got it. Fascinating. Oh, man. He didn't I mean, clean my, his glove? Do- Dr. Shit on his face? What? No, I didn't get pink eye from the doctor. He just I went straight ass to eye. I went to eye, the huh? doctor. <laughs> I mean, my eye looks like fucking death. So, like... <laughs> well, I mean, now. Yeah. Um, it looks good now. I see it. No, you can't see it. I can see myself. It's, it's like... I got a good idea where your fucking eyes are. Now, I'll send you a picture after this. My eye does I not look need... good. We want to see a discharge, please. Yes. I mean, it's... It, it actually hasn't been discharging that much, but I mean, it's it's watery as hell. Anyway, Sonic Origins Collection. It also has all the Game Gear games, which there's a lot of Game Gear games. It's got like 14 different Sonic Game Gear games. And um, so I played Sonic 1 and 2. Holy shit. The first Sonic on Game Gear, I love that one. The second one is like the hardest Sonic game ever made. I mean, it's ridiculous where you get a save state on this. So that makes it beatable. But otherwise I cannot believe I beat it as a kid because it is so damn hard, like unbelievably cruel to the player. So, um, yeah, you you know what it is. You've, you've become too accustomed to be able to just rewind whenever you fuck up. A little bit is that, but then there's like, as a kid, I'm sure I had that game and like, that's the game. Like I've got six months. That's the game where now it's like, I'm itching to go to the next thing and there's no way I'm going to have the patience to play this over and over and over again. So that's the show I'm talking about. I I've been much happier ever since I got rid of them, uh, game pass and PlayStation stuff. I, I, I my whole attention's going to that game I bought and I am enjoying the fuck out of them. There is something to be said for for lowering your uh, availability options. for games. Yeah, your options. Yeah, yeah. Brian, for the Sonic game on the Game Gear, was that exclusive to Game Gear, or was that a like a like a Genesis game that was ported over or something? So it was actually a Sega Master System game, which the Master System was the eight bit system, mm-hmm. like 
kind of comparable to the NES that came out before um, the Genesis did. So they're completely separate games, but they're the same as the Master System. What I have heard, I've never played the Master System games, but what I have heard is that the Master System Sonic 2 game is much, much easier because the screen is bigger. So what they did with the Game Gear one is they pretty much cropped the screen. So like if you can see the spikes in the Game Gear one, you can't see the spikes. Or like for some of the bosses, like, you know, you if you're supposed to dodge an attack, the attack is like in your face in the Game Gear one by the time you see you're supposed to dodge it. So um, I would love to play the Master System one. And I don't know why they don't port the Master System one to the Switch. Like just zoom it out, you know, but it's the Game Gear version. So Switch can't handle it. I think the Switch can. <laughs> But uh, the Game but Gear why ones. Why wouldn't been, they do it then? They did the well, other ones, right? The Game Gear ones have been ported before, so my guess is that they've just got them kind of ready to go, and that's why they don't do the Master System ones. But I would love it if they did more Sonic game ports. Like, I mean, there's Game Boy Advance ones. There's one on the Neo Geo Pocket that I've never played. I think all the Master System ones might have been like European exclusive or something. So, oh, is that right? some? I think so. Or like Europe and Japan, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe. I mean, I've never seen them. So, I mean, yeah. that would make sense. You ever seen the anal Europe series? <laughs> Trunk of a Ford Tempo. I'll just go around to every Ford Tempo around my town and <laughs> see what they got in there. Oh, I got rid of that car. But, I mean, you never know. Um, okay. But that's it for me. I will say real quick, Zelda update, 110 hours. Yeah. 54 shrines, 250 Korok seeds. I've I've explored 50 caves, and that gave me all the cave upgrades. And then the guy's like, but you've got 97 to go, but I'm not going to give you anything. So it's like, well, I, I, I do like exploring, but it seems like a lot of shit that I'm going to get no reward for. So I don't know. I'll probably keep looking in caves, but that did hinder me my excitement a little bit. Um but yeah, still having fun with it, but yeah, I've slowed down playing quite a bit. How would you say it compares to uh, Breath of the Wild? I mean, it's this. it pretty much makes Breath of the Wild obsolete, I would say. Wow. I mean, the yeah. only reason to play Breath of the Wild <laughs> would be if you want to play the, uh, the shrines. You know, the shrines have unique puzzles um, because you had unique, you had different abilities. And they're just, they're completely different shrines. But I mean, otherwise, yeah, Tears of the Kingdom... I mean, surpasses it in pretty much every way. I'm excited to play it. I just need some some more time away from Breath of the Wild before I yeah yeah I could definitely see that. What are you gonna do then for Final Fantasy 16? Because you're doing Final Fantasy 7, you're gonna need a break from that. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I'm gonna play. So 16's on the list, but I'm probably not gonna play that for probably a couple of years to be honest. On things, some unless something changes, but it's gonna be a while before I play 16. Do you want to borrow uh, uh, Midnight Suns? No, because I think I want to buy that game, to be honest. Okay. That's yeah, worth it's it. on my list to Especially buy. with Black Friday coming around, you'll probably get 20 30 bucks. Yeah, I'll probably pick it up for sure. Yeah. It's a game I do want to own. But that Bash, was it did you for... Play... Sorry, go ahead, go ahead Spiral. I was going to ask Bash if, he, if he's playing Tears of the Kingdom. Uh, yes, I am. I'm nowhere near as far as Brian is, but... Uh... Yeah, just keep getting sidetracked. I should probably just beeline for the next dungeon so I can get more like actual plot done. But I mean, Bash, yeah. we might be the same way because I think you said you beat two dungeons, right? Two main dungeons. Yeah, yeah. So that's where I'm at. I've done two main dungeons, so I just waste a lot of time doing 
like searching for Korok seeds is really like <laughs> the bulk of my time is the Korok seeds. Fuck so, those seeds, man. Yeah, they I'll take just a long like time. Ra- I'll randomly see one of those towers and I'll be on my way to something but I'm like, oh shit, another tower. So I just start heading that direction now. Uh, now I'm completely sidetracked, but yeah, yeah. But yeah, are the, the, yeah. Are the dungeons like uh like the divine beasts? So they I mean, people have said that, like, oh, it's a return to form. They're more traditional. Oh, I don't know, but they're not really. Like, I mean, they almost seem... I've only done two, but uh, Divine Beast had that mechanic where you make the the beast move, you know? That right, kind of right. added... There's not really anything like that. So, I mean, that comes there's puzzles. To where not a whole lot makes the beast move as much. <laughs> <laughs> there's... Uh, yeah, there's no snake beast in this one, but there's puzzles and yeah, I don't know, Bastion. I mean, they kind of feel more like just an extension of the overworld. Like everything's so imp- like open in this game that it's almost just kind of a offshoot of like the world map. It feels like, but that is true. Like the Fire Temple is just in the world. It is not something to where you're going into a portal and getting warped away. So it does feel more, um, I wouldn't say it's like, like Hyrule Castle really feels like that was a dungeon that was like connected to the world. It was, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, I can't come up with that. But uh, yeah, the like the wind temple that I did, I mean, you climb way up in the sky and then there's like this big like ship that you get on. And it did kind of feel like it was teleporting you a little bit. So I was like, oh, this is kind of like the Divine Beast where it didn't feel that integrated. But the Fire Temple did. So, yeah, they did do a a better job of that. And didn't you say when I played Breath, I was kind of surprised to hear you say this. And I think it's accurate that the fan base wasn't that thrilled with the Divine Beast. That's right. right? Yeah. Yeah. They didn't like it. Gosh, that that kind of blows my mind because I I think the Divine Beasts were great. Yeah, I thought they were pretty good. Um, I forget what the criticisms were. Um, I mean, from my recollection, maybe the Divine Beasts were a little short to do. And because there was only four of them, maybe it left people wanting more. But I can't remember the exact criticisms of those. Anyway, that is all from me. Um, Muff, do you want to talk about any games you've been playing, party or otherwise? Uh, I've only been playing uh, Final Fantasy 16. Yeah. Uh, I play Clash Royale and uh, uh, Marvel Snap because uh, that's just fun. Because Marvel Snap, especially because you're just this much closer to you, might unlock the next uh, card. Which the cards are a uh, 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 marble character and different abilities, and you unlock that shit. And it's like, oh shit, what can I create in this deck now? And then, um, so that's always fun. Um, it's very similar to like when you're playing an RPG, and it's just like, oh shit, if I just kill like seven more things, I'll level up. And so you stay on and just keep going. And um, so I really like that. Clash Royale is fun because we've got a fairly social group in there um 
and uh, <laughs> you're spamming. Hey, new episode fucking drop. <laughs> I see the little red thing message box. I'm like, who the fuck's messaging me? And is this this bitch? I'm like, all right, that's cool. I'll allow I didn't even know how messages worked, but I was like, oh, I might as well it try worked. this out. Went, yeah. went to the whole fucking crew. And, uh, but yeah, Final Fantasy 16, uh, I think I'm at like 80% done or some shit. Um, but it's great fucking story action RPG. Um, it's not just action. It's very story, but not too long. Like the cutscenes aren't like drag on. It's just a minute or so and you get caught up and it's pretty cool. But uh, unlocking, uh, you unlock all these different uh, gods as you beat them, and then you get some of their abilities. And I I like going around and just fucking shit up with the different abilities and leveling up all the abilities. Even though I have my primary ones that I I like for, like, the main shit, I just try the other ones out and fuck around and shit. So not in a rush. I'm just enjoying what the fuck it is. And uh, I like that. I like not like oh I can't just wait to beat this to get to the next thing. It's just like no, this is my thing right now. Muff, correct me if I'm wrong, but is this is this the first single player campaign Final Fantasy game you've played? No. Oh, what else have you played? Final Fantasy One. I, I mean, like okay, so I'm like modern though. What's your version of modern? Like, because like the MMOs are ma- basically like eleven through like. 14 right no it's just 11 and 14 12 and 13 are single so you played 12 and 13 no i mean are we talking about like tifa vr (laughs) because then yes 12 12 times okay yeah aim higher (laughs) that's one night but but how i'll tell tell, you since we're speaking of it y'all ever getting that damn uh Netflix and you spend like an hour or two <laughs> looking for something and you just can't you end up not picking something all the time that's me every night from like 11 a.m. to 3 a.m. in not Netflix on, or not, in not on, VR not, not on, Tifa VR not on Netflix no. so I'm just interested enough because like you haven't played Final Fantasy 15 you, I don't think you played Final Fantasy 15 I, I mean you, technically I have because I watched Moose stream it for like eight hours but and you haven't played remake, correct? No. So this is like the first modern like one player Final Fantasy game you played in at least a while. I played Modern Warfare, all of them. No, I'm <laughs> I'm this I'm this happy that you're ha- you're happy with this game because uh, I'm a big proponent of Final Fantasy and the single player campaign. Brian, what's that bitch mean when he say proponent? Um, he's happy for you. Yeah. So OG3. I'm glad you have he likes to support Final Fantasy, and he's he's happy that you are enjoying it. He wants my dick. Correct. Yep. How's the music, by the way? I've heard good things about the music. It's Final Fantasy. Of course it's fucking good music. That's not always the case. That's like a dumbass no. Melvin question. <sighs> no. Melvin had worse questions than that. That's true. Like, re- remake. Well, I'll get to it in a second, but yeah. Anyway, proceed. So I think. So uh, realistically, a lot of times I don't even hear the music. So I don't have it up that loud, um, but I, I hear the I hear the talk like in the story, and maybe that's why you don't hear the music as much, or if you're just focusing on the battles more and what's around you and that. Um, I mean, I know it's there, 
And it's just, I mean, it's soothing. You hear it and you know it's Final Fantasy. Yeah, the music is pretty good. Yeah, I'm playing it as well. I'm not, ne- I'm not nearly as far as Muff. Um, but yeah, the music's very good. It's very good. Honestly, that's why I don't talk about it a whole lot in the chat, because I know I'm pretty much way ahead of the rest of you guys. But it is good. Yeah, it's a, it's definitely a story-heavy game, too. So yeah, there's probably, I would imagine, hard to talk about it, really, without spoiling something, yeah, probably. But gameplay, all of it, it's pretty good another good purchase been playing anything else muff no i i only have the one game what oh clash- i played madden which so, one uh 2020 i believe uh so yeah last weekend uh it was raining and so i just popped it in and saturday it was just gone um and then last night I, I turned it on and oh, it's pretty good. I had work today on like an hour of sleep. It was probably the best day of work and who knows how long because nobody was fucking there to interrupt me. I just got some fucking shit done. That was nice. Um, I did want to ask you, Muff, with Clash Royale, have you been getting these evolutions and like level 15? Are you doing any of this stuff? I mean, I collect the stuff to get it there. Um, but I don't pay, and I, I play a lot of people where their cards are level 15, and it's a big advantage. Yeah. It, it, um, it, the whole game, if you're playing someone whose cards are the next level, not just the King Tower, but the cards, Yeah, yeah. Hu- huge difference. That's, that's why I've always been able to be pretty powerful, because I've always been able to keep up with the people at my level. But now I'm playing all these 15s, and... The shit that I mean, I'm always having to adapt because they change shit that always affects my decks, and yeah. they empower the motherfuckers that play for one tower so bad it pisses me off. But I found things that can get me close to where I used to be, and I'm fucking lighting people up. And then all of a sudden, here we go, I'm playing all these fucking level 15s that just stop my cards. So, but I mean, it's it's a long time because it's like what, like a uh, was it 1.5 billion things or some shit like that to get it to 15 oh i, f- I forget how it's a ton it, yeah, it's, it's a ton yeah, of those special it, cards it's, yeah it's a lot and uh and so you know a lot of those motherfuckers that got them they pay because oh yeah realistically yeah. you can't get all that i mean we play enough to keep up but so yeah they pay and uh but i mean it's cool it just gives more things for the game and i like i like what they're doing um like mixing up the whole special uh uh, type of events to earn those cards uh, and shit each day um, just to mix it up and give more variety. So they're doing a good job. All right. You got anything else, Muff? What do you want to ask me? Um, I don't know. If you could take one video game ability and put it in real life, what would it be? I mean, that's kind of like is invisibility a video game ability? Is there a game where you're invisible? I'm sure there's at least one, but that's okay. not like... You'd want to be invisible, you creepy bitch? Um, being invisible would be kind of interesting. I, I guess fast travel. I'll say fast travel. That's what I would oh, want. That's a good fast one. Travel. Yeah. That's a good one. Warping fast travel, that's yeah. good. Yeah. I would just warp to Tokyo, have like sushi dinner, then warp back. Yeah, that that would be pretty Damn. pretty good. What about you a sushi, you a sushi guy, Brian? 
Yeah. Yeah, I like sushi. Really? Interesting. Yeah. Have us over. You you bring some uh, sushi and we'll have gators. There's a good sushi place by us. Yeah. Yeah. What? Let's go. Sushi Para. Is you like sit in like hibachi? Uh, you can go in the restaurant and and sit, and they have like all you can eat that you can do. Um, all you can eat sushi. Yeah, yeah. Holy shit! I mean, it's pretty affordable too. I mean, for sushi, but we usually get it to go just because, like, we usually get we put came into bed, then we'll get some sushi. So that's what we usually do. What's your favorite roll? Like the Palatine roll? Um, I mean, usually like just salmon nigiri is like what mm. we would usually get. But I mean, if I had to pick a roll, it probably spicy tuna. Would be the favorite role. Like a default. Yeah, it's good. It's good. Yeah, I mean, really, I don't eat all that many rolls. So, like, Philadelphia is pretty good, too. I'd go with that. You like sushi? Me? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, if it was cheap, I'd eat it all the time. But oh, you're, so you yeah. really like it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Does, like, Mar- Does, like, the grocery store have sushi? Like, wherever you go where do they you go do again? yeah irma don't trust that shit so like we've <laughs> we've literally and i don't even know if i do like i'm sure it's fine like it seems to be popular enough it's been there for like a decade but um i've, lower, I've never lower class it. of people there that you uh don't trust rolling it up no that's that's not it at all um it's just that uh it's not cheaper like if i go to the grocery store or if i go to sushi para it's like the same price so i mean there's convenience but i'm going i would guess that sushi para's quality is probably a little better than the grocery stores so that's why if it's going to be if if it was going to be like five dollar rolls then yeah i probably would eat their sushi but it's not it's like the same price as anywhere else so so understand the sushi para has a much higher markup than the grocery store would so what's that tell you about the quality? Um, maybe they do. Maybe they don't. I have no idea if they do or don't do not. No, they do. I, I just explained that to you. But that puts <laughs> okay, the I'm gonna take every question. every single word of cryptic insanity that comes out of your mouth as as the absolute truth. gospel. <laughs> well, yeah, that's how our friendship has built since day one. <laughs> All right, I don't that's trust true. anybody right. except Goose. <laughs> anybody just else with their v- video game ability before we move on to uh just want to throw in uh fuck jim jiren wasabi that shit sucks just soy sauce Ooh. Ooh. there's my take wait fuck what ginger and wasabi oh well, i hate off. ginger i like wasabi though yeah, yeah i don't just eat like the, a little pickled ginger the pickled ginger is what it is yeah you ever little, watch gilligan's island I don't think I have ever seen an episode, actually. You don't like Ginger? I know that she's, what, the uh, the young woman that is usually wearing skimpy clothing on the island? I don't know. You've never seen it. <laughs> All right. Anyway, Spiral, do you want to talk about any party games you've been playing or any other games you've been nope. playing? Nope. I played no <laughs> party games. Actually, I did play a party game. I downloaded... So I was doing a search... To find single player party games, which wasn't going very well, because there are none that are worth playing. The one that I thought was worth playing, I downloaded and it wasn't worth playing. It was Golf with Your Friends. And basically, it's like a mini golf course. 
simulator something like that man come on 500 word essays i think it is golf with your friends i think that is the the actual title of it muff speaks only the truth as he already said so (laughs) i was wrong but anyway it sucked it was what wasn't fun it was dumb it was stupid the whole mechanic of like powering your shot and and that stuff was just i couldn't understand i couldn't hang get the hang of it and after 10 minutes i gave up so that was my party game experience. I did have a lot of fun playing Rock Band with you all. I'm excited to play talk about that. I did uh, have a lot of fun playing Mario Party with you guys as well as um, Switch Sports. So I guess I shouldn't say I hate party games because those games were fun. But in general, I don't really play party games very often. So that's why I have like that that because negativity towards it. Well, it's not that a party TikTok's going to kill me on. Oh, yeah. Anyway, so... Um, the only other game I played, I've been playing for for the last few months, uh, as as uh, Muff alluded to, is Final Fantasy VII Remake on the PlayStation Five. It's the reason I bought a PS Five, Brian. I know you mentioned that before that I bought a five hundred dollar system, five hundred dollar five hundred dollar system to play one game, and you're absolutely correct. I bought that that system to play Final Fantasy VII Remake, and I don't. I, I it was worth every penny. Like I really enjoyed this game. Um, is it on like the level of the original, I'd say no. Um, is it one of my top five game? Probably not, but it was really, really fun. And it's, um, first of all, it's a great introduction to the PlayStation five. Like the graphics are so good. Holy shit. Like it's mm-hmm. a beautiful game, such a beautiful game. There's scenes where I was just looking at like just the background, which I don't do very often. Like, um, there's a spot where you get the Tifa's house. I'm sorry, Aerith's Aerith, where Aerith lives, her house, and it's beautiful. It's like <laughs> I can't English talk measure. right now. Okay, sorry, sorry. Get the dick out of your. Ears. That's a hard plural. Yeah, Aerith is house. Yes, That's it is difficult. How's it but, tough? Uh, you put the apostrophe you say after it. the S. Aerith. Say it. Aerith. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just change it to an F. Yeah. That... <laughs> But uh, hey, there's a scene. Went to the strip club in Tampa. We got that bitch rolling. That is true. Um, it was beautiful. Like she's she's got like this garden, and there's like a waterfall in the background. Like it's so great. Like the the Midgar in general, just like the plate and the just everything about the game looks so great. The character models are amazing. Cloud looks great. All the female characters are amazingly hot and look awesome. It just looks so good on a PlayStation Five. It's really, it's it's just a really nice. I don't know. If, I don't know. I don't know if the like. I feel like it's a step above Xbox. To be honest, like it just looks so good. Um, but well, yeah, I that think was, it had probably a ton of money put into it. Like, well, true. you know what's interesting is when I played the Final Fantasy sixteen demo, which I love, by the way. When it got into like the character portions of the game, I was like, this doesn't look even close to Final Fantasy VII Remake. Like, graphically, like it looks like way below. I was kind of surprised. Did you guys like catch that at all playing the, the game? I haven't, like, I haven't played Seven Remake, so I mean going from Zelda to Final Fantasy 16, I was like, damn, this game <laughs> looks fucking amazing. So my uh expectations are quite low. Well, the game looks great. So that's that's the first thing I noticed about this game. It's amazing from the very beginning. Like it was such a a blast of nostalgia, even though I hate nostalgia. But like the music is there from the original game, um, just remade and upgraded. Like it sounds so good. 
um the the uh, beginning like intro is neat where it it uh, runs you through how the battle system which is interesting as well you know it's an action rpg it's not turn-based like the original final fantasy 7 so the way they've modernized it i think makes sense and i like it um the story's interesting for sure it's not like the original like i felt like coming into this game it was going to be like almost just like you know an updated final fantasy 7 but it's not like they take some liberties with the original story which is very interesting i'm wondering how it's going to turn out in the future games because it kind of like alludes to final fantasy 7 happening like the original but like goes off into different like i don't know like it's almost like a multiverse kind of concept not to like spoil anything but like the so, ludes it, oh go ahead if i never played final fantasy 7 on playstation am i gonna lose out on some of the the magic of this game then a little but not a lot not a lot like i think on its own this game makes sense like you can play this blind without having the history but having the history it just enhances the game a lot um from the music to the characters and then there's some like flashbacks and things like that um that allude to the first game the original game the combat's interesting. You know, I played the Final Fantasy 16 demo and I thought the combat was so fluid. Like I was impressed by the combat in that game. Like just the dodging and parrying and things like that. Like I felt that was like super like intuitive. Whereas this game isn't as intuitive, I don't think. Um, I had a little bit of difficulty understanding like the scheme and how to how to do things. Um, but once I did, like it it made sense. But I rarely used a block button which I think is pretty key in some areas. Um, and the thing I had to learn was how to switch between different characters. Like uh, if you're just using cloud, which I, which I usually do, like the enemies will focus on cloud and you'll get fucked really quickly. But if you switch to a different party member, it makes things a little bit easier. But the, the AI, the computer seems to follow the character you're, you're actually using or that you're... Um, you're just using in combat and then if you switch to a different character it'll follow you to that character it just seems like you just need to make use of switching the characters that'll help you a bit in the battles um but yeah it's pretty fluid uh, the action is interesting what kind of threw me off a bit too was like you can't use items or magic till your your meter builds so um if you're hurt and the meter builds really slowly, but if you attack and and, and uh, damage an enemy, it, it it fills up faster. So if you need to use an item or you need to heal yourself, you have to wait for your meter to build. So there's a lot of times where I'm just running away from people and just dodging and rolling because I'm waiting for that meter to build so I can use a potion on myself, which was kind of interesting. Um, Character-wise... There's a lot of characters in this game, and I don't remember much of Final Fantasy VII, the original that came out in 1997, but there are so many characters beyond like your own party. Like There's all these new characters who are the enemies. It's such an interesting story and narrative, and it expounds on some of the characters that you don't really play with much in the game, like Jesse and Wedge and Biggs. Like, I feel like in the original game, it's been a long time. You only play with them in the beginning, but not throughout the entire game. Where in this game, they're with you the entire time. And I was super impressed by Jesse. Holy shit. Like, she's amazing. Like, uh, they really enhanced her character a lot. I think she's my favorite character in the whole game. He says, enhanced. Over Tifa. He says cheesing. 
over Tifa, over Aerith, I think Jesse is the best female character in the game. And I mean, but I played fuck. a little bit of Final Fantasy VII. I don't even remember who that character is. And you said they were in the beginning of the game. I feel like they were just in the beginning in the very intro of the game. Yeah. I could I be wrong. Do you remember Bash all. at all? Uh, I think she uh, isn't around after like maybe two or three hours. Okay. Yeah, she is. She is. It's way too long for my kind of woman. She has much larger, a much larger presence in this game, and she's great. She's amazing. Um, Sephiroth is amazing too. Uh, the take on him in this game is interesting to say the least. And I don't know if I fully understand where he comes from, where he's coming from, but uh, he's again an iconic villain, um, and it's cool to see him. You know, the trophies kind of suck. I'll be honest. <laughs> so. Um, what I love about the Xbox is the achievements. Like I love when you hit one and it gives you that notification. You get that sound, that bing. Um, I don't know. Like it just, it just makes me happy when I hear that. The trophies in PS5 and you guys, I'm sure, played much more than me. So you can probably talk more about it. But they seem to be just so like in the background. Like you hear like a little ping and that's it. And I mean, I mean you can they- easily not eat. Go ahead. They pop up like I don't know. Xbox I think is bottom middle, and then I think PlayStation is top left. Otherwise, I don't know. They seem pretty identical to me in terms the, of. I don't think so, man. The, the what about sound you? of the the sound of the Xbox One is more attractive. It's noticeable. It's like super noticeable when you have like when you make an achievement when you get one. Whereas the PS Five, when you hit an achievement, it's like a ping ping, and that's it. Like, I mean, do you, you want can, them? I mean, you obviously do, I guess, want them noticeable, but I know, I think there's even a setting you can turn off the notification because sometimes it's like, yeah, like in Shadow of the Colossus, you know, you just beat this Colossus and it's a very somber moment and like the life is getting sucked out of this gigantic beast. And then this trophy notification pops up saying like down, you know, another one bites the dust or some cheesy bullshit, whatever they call it. Like that kind of can take away from the game a little bit. So I don't know, like. The fact that maybe PlayStations are a bit less noticeable certainly doesn't bother me. So, yeah, the the trophies, like, for me, when when something great happens and I hear that, like, notification on the Xbox, like, it just adds to experience. Like, I've done something monumental. Like, I've earned something for doing this. I could see Um, that. I could see if it was something where it was, like, you know, you've got to kill, I don't know, 500 enemies or you've got to beat this really hard boss and then, like, when you finally do it, that would feel right. good. But if it's like just in the middle of the story and the, yeah, like that example I gave um, where you yeah. don't always necessarily want to be interrupted during something like that. I can see that. Um, the side quests aren't that great in this game, to be honest. Um, I felt like the Witcher had many much better side quests. I think Square kind of is bad at the side quest portion of, of games. I'm not sure about Final Fantasy 16 Muff. I know you played it a lot. I'm sure you played a lot of side quests, but in the remake, uh, the, the side quests are somewhat lame. 16, so far they are bad, and that's what a lot of the reviews dinged it a little bit for was bad uh, side no, quests. No, no, no. You, you, you want to do the side quests. There's some really fucking cool-ass shit that goes on. In Way ahead of you guys. I know I know you are, but the reviews, at least the reviews that, that I saw, that's primarily why like one of the main reasons they called out for if they gave it um you know a less than well the reviews are very good but like like if they gave it like a nine out of a ten they called out like oh the side quests weren't that great but 
it sounds like there are some side quests that are good. I almost feel like it's almost like a region based thing. I've just like I feel like the like Japanese RPGs, like the side quests are just like just kind of like really weird and random. Um fetch quests and things like that. And like American like side quests for like American RPGs like Mass Effect, Dragon Quest with The Witcher, like those seem to be more I don't know, just more more ingrained with the story and just enhance the story more. Whereas the Japanese games just seem to be this random kind of even in like a Yakuza like like That's a dragon. Ex- yes, yes. They were just really like just I don't know, they weren't very serious, you know? It's almost like they use them as a way to balance. Like with Yakuza, mm-hmm. the main story is very serious. And like if the whole game was like that, it might become a bit too drab. And But then you have these side quests. Yeah, they're wacky. Like, oh, I've got to sneak this porno mag to this underage kid or something like like really <laughs> like bizarre. Like the example you gave of like what the guy's pissing in the river or something <laughs> like that. Like, yeah, like stuff like that. I do think it's their way of balancing where they can keep the main story serious and to the point, but then the entire game, they can give it a bit, yeah, more of a balance where the side quests are going to be wacky. Where, yeah, for for Western games, you know, I haven't played a lot of Western games that necessarily have side quests, but it sounds like maybe they uh, they don't think they need that balance and they're they're okay with just making the side quests part of the main story or at least on the same tone. So I can see that. I think most RPGs, side quests, have a lot of fetch this, fetch that. And so that's normal. This isn't over flooded with it. But also the point of it is, I mean, yeah, if you just grind the main story, that can be pretty hardcore. And you're missing out on, like Brian said, balance. But what you're doing is you're building like what some games call fame to where um, the townspeople the country mm-hmm. people, they're starting to like, oh, yeah, you're our dude. We can count on you, blah, blah, blah. But even though some of them are just like basic rewards, is like maybe some crafting material or some gill or some shit, some of them are like some pretty cool-ass items that you put into your build, and you can completely bypass it if you're just like, oh, fuck it, that's probably just another dumb fetch-it thing. And some of them have got some great-ass fucking story and scenes to them too and it's just like fuck i mean you catch you by surprise and shit um so don't sleep on them it's it's i mean if if you're playing a game to enjoy it don't sleep on side quests do them uh if you're playing a game just because it's like an assignment then do whatever the fuck you want is it in in final fantasy 16 muff is it pretty easy to tell from the side quest prompt if it's going to be a good one or a bad one no you just Find out when you go. So that kind of, because like the ones I've done so far is like, yeah, literally like I kill the equivalent of like a god or something. And then this guy's like, hey, can you help me deliver soup to the people around here? And then I'm taking plates of soup. <laughs> That's and I'm the like, very fucking beginning. <laughs> they, they, they've had me do that twice with that the soup. So square. But so like, still, you're still early in the game. I am very early. I am, but that's why if they were doing a side quest where it was like, okay, this is obviously going to be dumb bullshit, then I'm going to skip it. But if they're like, hey, we need you to go and like seek out this, you know, I don't know, 
some witch guy that's been attacking a but, village. Then like, oh, that sounds kind of interesting. See, but that's the thing. You do those little ones that you're not interested in. And what happens is it leads up to a very fucking scenario that you have to like decide fate on. And it's really fucking cool which way you end up choosing. And are the side quests set up to where you've got to do the smaller ones before you can even gain the ability to do the the larger ones? Are are the side no, quests just, like just, stacked or tiered in any way like it's that? It's just that, I mean, you can choose to go do it or not. So you might go to one that's a little bit more involved than some of the other ones. Or you might just randomly choose some of the lower, easier ones to do. But I'll, 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 I'll say this. When you go on fetch side quests you can encounter some really fucking cool shit that otherwise you might not even travel to to go do i will keep an open mind to them i I mean i've been doing them so far but i'll keep doing them because uh yeah i uh yeah i'm i'm not trying to just like burn through the game as quickly as i can but with so many side quests in zelda i feel like i can't necessarily devote like a ton of time to final fantasy 16 at the same time. So I was thinking about just kind of beelining it. I would Fuck those Korok seeds. I would take oh, your time them. on the final fantasy ones. Um, I, I think it's worth it. Yeah. I mean, you, do you have a deadline to be final fantasy or you just I don't get No, it? No, no, um, it's just, yeah. Yeah. And if you need a break, save it, come back to it later, but I wouldn't rush it. Bash, do you have 16? No, I don't even have it. I got too much shit in my backlog. I'll just wait for that one to be Ultimate Edition or something, probably. I will say I'm a side quest guy. So, so for sure, when I play 16, I'll I'll play every side quest I come across. Um, they're the best parts are RPGs for me. But I feel like there is a clear definition, like um, separation between Eastern and Western when it comes to these side quests. Some are so fucking silly. But I'll still do them, for sure. All right, you got All right, going back to remake. Yeah, 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 I'm not done with remake yet, Brian. God damn. Hey, so. hey, I'm just trying to keep things. Hey, back off of Brian. Oh, thanks. Oh, Mom. so. In- <laughs> wow. He's got your back. Damn. This dude is so uh, gaped from the first hour of this show. <laughs> <laughs> Breathe. So, spiral. moving on. Spiral um, turning red. Had, I had gape. I just love that <laughs> word. Anyway. Um,. Going back to the remake, the the music is really good. I wouldn't say it's top tier though. Like fifteen to me has the best music in the game of of the series. I haven't played sixteen yet. I heard it's amazing. Fifteen is or remake is okay. Um, I feel like the classic themes are really great. Like they've been upgraded. Like the main re, uh, Final Fantasy Seven theme is there. It's it's updated. It's awesome. And then going back to our episode about like best music in games, I forgot to mention like Tifa's theme. I'm sorry, Aerith's theme mm-hmm. is so good. One of the best. Like the, yeah, like the solitary piano. Like it's so fucking good. And this game has it, many different versions of it throughout the entire game. And when it first like hit, like when I first heard that theme, I was like, oh shit. Like I almost got kind of teary eyed. I did get teary eyed just remembering the original game. Um, it brought back so many good memories and the music's great. The, um, the, the, like the fight music is great. And then like, um, when you win a match, like that music is really good too. And I'll shoot you those links, Brian. But, um, overall, like the music itself though, like the new music, I feel like it's not on the level of 15 again, which was my favorite music in the game. 
so yeah, I beat the game. It took me about 44 hours, uh, which, you know, for all the shit Melvin says about playing like RPGs, I feel like if you like stick to the main like storyline, they aren't that long. And I took my time and it took me 44 hours. I think you can probably finish this game in 35 to 40 hours if you're going just not fucking with the side quests. So it's not that big of a time investment. Um, that's pretty long i mean i know that i know i put a shitload of time in zelda but that's like an anomaly most of the games i play are not much more than 20 hours i would say so like even starting like what would be like a 35 hour game to me would be a bit daunting i would probably only play one or two of those a year gosh you millennials man fuck (laughs) like 35 hours or 40 hours is not that bad i don't think i mean that could be that that could be a, a month of gaming for me, probably. Mm, I see. If I'm going to pay $60, do I want it to be five minutes and done? Right. Or do I want it to be around for a while? Yeah, I totally want to be immersed. Like, I want to be in this game for hundreds of hours. I think I will be once I just do all the trophies, which I'm doing right now. Um, but it, to me, it's not that time, that, that big of a time commitment if you want to kind of just go through it quickly. And I'm, I wish Melvin was here because I'd like to hear his thoughts on this game because I know he finished it. Um, but yeah, that was the one game I've been, I've, I've been working on these last few months. Really enjoy it. I love Final Fantasy. I'm excited to play Final Fantasy 16. I will probably, gonna, I'm shooting for the platinum for this game. Um, I wish Dark Side was here so we, can, we could talk about that. Well, but, Emil's uh, the one who got the platinum in that, and he did not have a very fun time with it. Yeah, you know, don't you have to go back and play it on hard mode though, or in sim yes. mode? Oh, fuck that shit. Yes, which I'm planning to do right now. I'm doing this trophy where you have to like unlock. So, oh, I got to mention this. So, I'm kind of surprised Emil liked this game as much as he did because it's kind of woke, to be honest. Like, there is a scene where Cloud uh, cross dresses. So, mm. um. I want to hear Emil's thoughts on this. And there's so, there seems to be some sort of sexual like, tension between uh, Tifa and Aerith. I could be imagining that. Well, I mean, Emil, of course, is going to allow that. But <laughs> if it's like between Cloud and Barrett or something, he would be like throwing it in the trash. But yeah, I feel like there was some like overtly like sexual tension be- between those two when, when they finally meet. I was interested to see that. But like, the cross dressing scene <laughs> is so stupid, but is worth the wait. Like it's it it was interesting. Like just this whole musical interlude and, and dance routine. It's so stupid, but the the uh, trophy I'm working on right now is unlocking these dresses. Like you got to unlock three dresses for each character, including Cloud. So Cloud has three dresses, um, and you got to do multiple playthroughs. I'm spending like ten hours to do like this one trophy. To me, it's worth it. It's fun. But I was surprised to see that this game has some of those elements. Um, and I believe there was like this dress scheme in the first game. I just can't remember it. There even I, rem- I do remember that there was you had to dress Cloud up as a girl. And oh, okay. there was some benefit. I think there was some benefit to making him a more believable girl. Like you could get multiple... I don't know if it was his hair done as well as like his shoes or painting his nails, something like that, that would, uh, yeah, make him more believable at the end of it and get you something better. I'm pretty sure it just gives you a different cutscene at the end. Like, oh, is that just, what it is? Ben? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Speaking of cutscenes, I forgot to mention that the cutscenes are so good in this game. Like the camera angles, like it's so f- 
fucking crazy. Like it like seamless, seamlessly transitions from gameplay to cutscene and cutscene to gameplay. It's so cool. Like in the camera angles, the way the camera moves and zooms and goes from character to character. It's so good, man. Like I've never seen a game that has this type of like direction. Like it's so cool. Um, like it's just amazing. I love the cutscenes. I love the character designs. I love the voice acting. Some of the lines are cheesy, but that's Japan for you. But it looks and sounds great. So yeah, it's a great game. I am so happy I have it. I'm having a lot of fun with it. On Metacritic, I think I got like an 89, the PS5 version, which I totally agree with. It's a great game. Muff, I hope you play it at one, at one point when you're done with 16, because I think you, you would like it, and I hope you guys play it too. How many games are expected for them to complete the whole remake, Final Fantasy VII Three. remake series? Three. Three? Yep, three games. Trilogy, I believe. And the next one's coming out. Did they, have they announced that? Early next year is whatever what I read. Alright, alright. Got anything else, Byron? Nope, that's it for me. All right, Bash, you want to round things out with any party games or anything else you've been playing? Yeah, I'm working night shift now, and I didn't want to play any party games with like just some fucking rando online. So I didn't get to any other party games except Rock Band. But shit, man, you third shift? Uh, like second and a half. It's like a weird timing, but yeah. And also just uh, Breath of the or Tears of the Kingdom. We already talked about that, so not much else. You playing uh, Resident Evil 4 Remake at all anymore? I got to get back to that, too. But Fucking arm. Ruined his whole log. Yeah, fucking threw me off. Any cell phone games you've been playing? I played more of that Doom thing, but it's kind of fun, but I'm kind of at a point where I can't really get any farther at it, so yeah, let's see where it goes. All right. Well, Bash, yeah. trivia, you, you are the star of the show usually for trivia, so you'll probably uh, have more to say here. I do have some party game trivia, so we can get into that. Um, so to start off, the, a bit of a unique question here. So there have been 10 numbered Mario Party games. Can you name the systems that they all released on? No, probably not. Like I think the first three, like the first three, were on N sixty four. I think but correct. After that, I'm not. Yeah. GameCube. So what numbers were on GameCube? Six. Six was on GameCube. So now you've got four and five, and then you've got seven, eight, nine, ten. What do we play our game on? Was that on the Wii or Switch? Switch. That one was not numbered. Ooh. That one's what, what was that called? Mario Party Superstars or something like that? I don't know. It's it's literally like six feet away from me, and I'm not gonna get up. I'm pretty sure it's Mario Party Superstars or say. I, I know it does not have a number, at least. 
you guys can do this. Come on now. Come on. Now. You've nope, established nope. one, two, and three are on the N64. So do you think right, four? GameCube. Yeah, GameCube's four, five, and six. All right. So how about you? You are correct on that. GameCube has four, five, six. Yeah, so I then, know. So then Mario Party 7, <laughs> what system is that on? I was going to say DS. So that Wait. was also Wait. on the GameCube. The GameCube had four oh. Mario Party oh, games. Geez. Four, five, six, <laughs> and the? seven. Yeah, seven. GameCube. Right. So now you've got eight, nine, and ten. Were any of them on the DS or... There, they were not. There was there was one on the DS, just called Mario Party DS. So you want just the numbered ones? Yep, just the so, numbered ones. So Eight, let's nine, take ten. it to the Wii. So which ones were on the Wii? What ones are left? Eight, nine, ten. Well, there you go. Incorrect. Eight was on the Wii. Eight was on the Wii. I'd say nine, probably on the Wii too. Nine was on the Wii. I'd probably put the last one on Wii U. That is correct. That is correct. Oh, so you're keeping them, man. Oh, the Wii and the Wii U are separate systems for sure. Are you sure about that? Yeah, yeah, I'm. I'm pretty sure about that. Uh, As one of the only motherfuckers on the planet who owned one, yeah, I'm sure it's a different system. If you ever listen to our podcast, you'll understand that we use like a. Brian, do you own all those Mario Party games? I believe I have two and three on the N64, and then I have four on the GameCube, and that is it. Damn. I bought, one of the only games I ever returned, I bought Mario Party 8 the day it came out, and I made a big deal, and I was telling everybody at Walmart, we're going to have a Mario Party party. <laughs> Mario Party party. And like I had Holy Assassin come over and a bunch of people. Oh, that's a big deal. It, yeah, it was oh, a huge deal. Yeah. And there was like, there was literally like 10 people there. But you can only have four people play Mario Party at a time. And I don't think we picked the fastest game mode. So it was literally, it was taking like 45 oh minutes for God. one match. And everybody's just standing around like, when are we going to be able to play and we only played one round. And I guess I was thinking, like, with the Wii, that they were going to have a bunch of inventive mini games with the with the Wii remote. And they did not, from what I remember. So, yeah, Mario Party 8, I returned to GameStop. Um, oh, my God. And, uh, yeah, I, I do not own many Mario Party games because I don't think they're that much fun. God, that surprises me, man, because you love Mario so much. I thought you... I do. Yeah, but wow, that's damn. The mini games are okay, and like the modes, if you do the modes where you're literally just doing the mini games and you take the board element out of it, I like that more. But the board is just always so wacky, and things are happening, and um, yeah, I, I never got into the Mario Party games that much. Okay, uh, I have some just general, uh, regular questions then. What game for the Wii involved placing the Wii remote on a box and hitting the box with your hand? <laughs> WarioWare, maybe? Is incorrect. Yeah. This was called Let's Tap. So <laughs> I believe it was made by the guy who made Sonic, Yuji Naka, I think, at Sega. I know it's a Sega game, but yeah, it literally... 
tells you to put the Wii remote on a box and then the mini games are all involved with you tapping the box with your hand and then it makes the Wii remote like bounce around and you do shit. It was it was okay. I mean, I played it once, but um such a bizarre concept. That sounds so fucking dumb, Brian. It is dumb, like, but it's also kind of fun like at the same time. Seems like it isn't accurate enough for that to work very good. Yeah. The mini games I'm sure were like some basic dumb bullshit to make it so like <laughs> it would still be feasible. Like, you know, like a guy running and then you just like tap it and then he runs faster and yeah. <laughs> All right, next one. What is the name of the Dreamcast party game where you guide mice into spaceships while avoiding cats? Choo Choo Rocket? That is correct. Choo Choo Rocket. It's really a party game, is it? It's like a puzzle game. I mean, if you play with four people, I would oh, there's boy. there is a puzzle game mode where they say, like, okay, you've got four arrows and you need to guide the mice to the spaceship. And that to me is a puzzle game. But when you add in four people and then it has like the roulette wheel of like changing like what's happening like every like minute or so like that to me is a party game i never even played that one i think it's one of the best party games ever made too i mean it's a fantastic oh it's if you guys come over we will play choo choo rocket because i love that game and i think you will too how come Um, you haven't invited us to play choo choo rocket previously if you love it um Probably because the Dreamcast is just not a system I guess I normally think of when like normally if we're going to play something, I figure it's going to be something modern and that most people would be more receptive to playing a modern game, maybe. But I don't know. Why have we never gotten sushi with you, Brian? That I don't. Well, you guys, you guys love Gators and Gators is a Palatine exclusive where sushi you can get anywhere. Right. So. okay, good point. But. I'm I'm down for sh- sushi and choo choo rocket would be like the the best night of my fucking life. So that sounds amazing. Yeah, we'll plan that. Um, all right, next one, Pac Man Fever, which was a pa- a party game for like uh, GameCube, PS2, Xbox, has two playable characters from Tekken. What oh. characters are they? I guess Heihachi. That is correct. And shit, Yoshimitsu. Good guess, but no. I don't think you guys will get this because it's pretty damn obscure. I was, I was, oh, I forgot Melvin wasn't going to be on. I don't think Melvin would have got this either, but I'm sure he would have like boasted that he would have got it. Um, <laughs> it was ogre. It's not ogre. Yeah. It is a character from Tekken Three. At least they started in Tekken Three. Like Brian Fury. No, not Brian Fury. Eh, no clue. Tiger. Tiger. Yeah, I was thinking Tiger. King. Which like Tiger unlock? Yeah, he doesn't even like. He's not even like a real character. Like yeah. he's just like a. <laughs> he's like an unlockable character. That yeah. right? Yeah. yeah. I don't know if he got more like I don't know if a backstory added in the other games, but yeah, it was so bizarre that he was. And then they also in this game have Astaroth from Soul Calibur, which is just <laughs> such a bizarre inclusion yeah. for this. But Pac-Man well, Fever gets a lot of shit for being a bad game, but I think it's pretty fun. Soul Calibur added Darth Vader and Yoda. I mean, it's for money. Yeah, I mean, this was just Namco. So, like, they had a Pac-Man party game, but after Pac-Man, who are you going to have in there to be a, a character? So they just plucked random... Pinky. Yeah, I don't know if... I think the ghosts maybe are against you, so that's why they're not the other characters you can pick. But, like... 
the girl from Ridge Racer is in there. Like, yeah, it was sense. pretty bizarre choices. What what is Pac-Man Fever? Like what? So it is, is a that? party game. It's it's like Mario Party, but if okay. it was pretty much just the mini games, and what you move on the board is more like rolling a dice. So it's not like this wacky stuff happening. It's more of a traditional board game. What I like about it is at the end, if you get to the end, there's three spaces. And when you land on the third to the last space, you've got to get at least third place in the minigame. And then on the second to last space, you've got to get at least second place in a minigame. And on the on the like the next to last, you have to get first place in the minigame. So it gives other people a chance to catch up. Mm. And especially if you can team up on somebody and ensure that they don't get first place, you can be considerably behind and still kind of work your way up. So I, I really like that. It like going back to it makes it feel like there's a bit more skill and a little less random luck, but there's still that kind of catch up opportunity. It's it's pretty fun. The mini games are like pretty shitty, but I think it's fun. I mean, honestly, I prefer it to Mario Party, which I'm sure not many people would probably say. But you're gonna get uh, a Pac-Man uh, tattoo? Nah, I mean Pac-Man's cool, but I don't like him nearly enough to where I'd get a Pac-Man tattoo. What would you, what would be your next video game tattoo? Brian? I mean, I've thought about DDR arrows on like my knuckles. Oh. I would never do that, but like <laughs> on my knuckles, <laughs> if I was or like on like my bicep or something, like DDR arrows or something. You should, but you should get the DDR arrows not. on your dick and go back to Japan. Let them play. <laughs> I've seen that knuckles? video. Brian's seen that video. You see that laugh? It's a good question for the group. What uh, tattoo, video game tattoo, would you get on yourself? Muff. Huh? What video game tattoo would you get for yourself? Bash. Warren War, War Moon. <laughs> QB Eagles. I don't do tattoos personally. So. But if you were going to get one, yeah, yeah I have no fucking clue. Uh, Bob Nelson. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What's up? For me, it would be the uh, there's like icons like for the um, the Witcher, the different like signs for the for the uh, different magic you could have. That would be mine. Where would you get no it? Fucking cares. Um, I don't know, man. I have no idea. I'd I, never do it, but if, like the I small of your shirt, like the small of your back. No, <laughs> not really. That's where Warren Moon goes for muff. <laughs> <That's but. it>. <laughs> <laughs> Every time I'm helping y'all lift some shit, all of a sudden y'all laughing. I'm lifting shit by myself because Warren Moon in the coin slot. Mustache starts peeking out. <laughs> now, I mean, in good fun, uh, I, I would like uh, my old Choo Choo Boo from Final Fantasy XI, Papa Uranus. It's Chocobo, motherfucker. Have him, but with like Canela skin riding him. <laughs> that that would be good. All right, I got a few more here. We party you was bundled with a peripheral. What was that peripheral? A microphone. A garbage can. It was not a garbage can. It was not a microphone. Like drums, 
was not drums. Uh, one of them drawing pen things was not a drawing pen thing. Just a yes. Wiimote. That's what it came with. Just a Wiimote what controller. <laughs> so for the even, fucking, I mean, they just fucking you every which way they can. <laughs> How is that fucking you to give you a, a free controller with oh, the hey, game? Let's give you this piece of shit, and we'll call it a system. And then, oh yeah, by the way, here's a peripheral on the previous piece of shit that you only got for Bolins. Got him. Got him. That didn't get me. The the <laughs> Wii U used the same controllers as the Wii. So if you had a Wii, you don't already had the same controllers. Don't be and not only that, but they're saying if you don't have the controllers from the previous system, which everybody in the world had, now you've got an, a game that comes with the controller. He didn't fucking get me. He wasn't referring to you. Were you referring to him? Fuck yeah, I was. Yeah, he was. <laughs> I, you know, Dark Side, we need to keep this motherfucker under control. <laughs> My goodness. All right. I've got a couple more, and then I've got even more after that. Um, what was the name of the PlayStation quiz game that came with four custom controllers? Ooh, shit, I played this one. You don't know Jack? But- not that, but that is the next question. I have something about that. Shit. No idea. Was it Jeopardy? It's not no. Jeopardy. Do you do you know what the controllers look like, Bash? Wasn't it like red, blue, red, green? Yellow, blue, green. But like a big button. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Uh, yep. Shit. I, yep. It's like quiz it or some shit. Close. Kind of yeah. close. Buzz. Word it? Buzz. Buzz. Oh, okay. There's a bunch of buzz quiz show and buzz, I don't know, movie stuff or something like that. All right. Last uh, of the general. What system did not get a version of the game You Don't Know Jack? Nintendo DS, PlayStation 1, PlayStation 2, PlayStation 3. PlayStation 3. PlayStation 3 did get a copy of You Don't Know Jack. PS1? PS1 did get a copy of You Don't Know Jack. DS? DS did get a copy of You Don't Know Jack. So that left PlayStation 2, which I thought was a very (laughs) odd omission. So, yeah, You Don't Know Jack must have kind of fallen out of popularity when PS2 was around. And, yeah, somehow that skipped out on getting a copy. (laughs) Okay. We'll go through these quick. I made up a bunch of fake party games, but then I've also got some real party games. So you guys just tell me if they are real or if they are fake. All right, first one. Party time with Winnie the Pooh. Real. Real. That is real. All right, next one. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Pizza Party. Hmm. Not real. 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 That is not real. That is not real. All right, next one. The Crudes Prehistoric Party. That sounds like a real Wii game. That was real, yeah. I believe Wii U, but uh, <laughs> yeah, that was it. All right, next one. Shrek Super Party. Fake. I'm going to say real. That one is real. Fuck. Next one. Home Sheep Home Farmageddon Party Edition. <laughs> Farmageddon Party Edition. Real. I hope it's real. That one is real. I believe that was uh like in the Wallace and Gromit universe, you know, those like sheep yeah. characters or whatever. Alright, next one. 
Tinkerbell Pixie Party. Fake. I hope you made that up. Uh, real. I did make that up. That one is fake. <laughs> All right, next one. Barbie Dream House Party. Fake. Fake. I hope you made that up. That is real. That one <laughs> is real. All right, next one. Blues Clues Potty Games. <laughs> real. Fake. That is fake. That is fake. <laughs> that is fake. Next one. Muppets Party Cruise. Oh, yeah, it's real. Real. That is real. Yeah, I don't I guess it takes place on a boat or something like that with the Muppets. I guess the Muppets on their own couldn't carry a party game, so they're like, oh, let's put them on a cruise ship. That'll <laughs> spice it up. Uh, next one, Garfield Lasagna Party. God, I hope that's real. Uh, fake. That is real. Darkseid shared the Amazon link, and it was just too much. It was tempting to, to try. How much it. was it? I think it was twenty bucks oh. on sale. But it doesn't have online, so I think that's what killed it. Because we wouldn't have been able to play it for this. All right, next one: Disney's party. Uh, fake, too generic. I think. Yeah, I agree with that. That is real. Unbelievably generic, but yes, that is real. And I, I believe that is the full title, Disney's. And then, so really, the title of the game would just be Party because Dis- <laughs> Disney has a lot of games where they lead with their name. Fucking Disney. All right, three more Bozo the Clown Circus Party. Real or fake? That is fake. Yeah. yeah. I don't know if Bozo is still a thing anymore. I think Bozo is like a Chicago thing. Is that yeah. right? Yeah, I think so, actually. Yeah. Oh, I never knew that. Yeah. I think it was only on WGN. I hey, Muff, you're muted. Muff, you've been muted this whole damn time. God damn it, Muff. Why y'all a bunch of assholes? What's your, th- <laughs> what's your thoughts on Bozo? You had a lot to say about Bozo the Clown. WGN is nationwide. That, that's why motherfuckers right. know the Cubs. And that's why they know Bozo. People come from all over fucking Bozo Clown and yeah, Cookie and Wizzo. <laughs> but it's a Chicago-centric station, though. Like, And? Right? So probably his bigger influence around Chicago, even if it's nationwide. I so think is Chicago, what, is what Chicago can't make a video game. No, I, th- I think what Spiral's saying though is that because it is like filmed G- in Chicago, it probably is more of a an influence here. They did bring yeah, it up on Seinfeld once, but did they really? Yeah, I think so. Someone was like surprised they didn't know who Bozo the Clown was. I can't remember <laughs> the specific thing, but. Chicago's very own. All right, two more. Chuck E. Cheese's party games. That's real. Yeah, real. I'll say fake. That is real. Wow. And last one. Ah, real monsters. Scary party. Real. That sounds like a, a Game Boy Advance game. I think. No idea. That is fake. That is yeah. fake. Um. All right. Well, I think that is going to do it for this episode on party games. Month, do you want to let people know where they Beat can find us? Com, anywhere social beat of the month. Uh, forgive me, Brian. I just cut you off. You're good. You sure. Yeah. Send this bitch an email at beat of the month at gmail Tell him it's okay to be ginger, even though <laughs> you say. You don't watch no Gilligan Island, but you know, 
And they all need to buy some swag, right, Muff? Buy us some swag. Not only oh, buy us some swag. And no, no they, buy us some swag. That's fine. Don't buy. No, I don't. I buy. Oh, man, I buy my own shit. You buy. You sell some shit. Uh, Beatemon.com, very top red link. Click it. You get up and get some fresh gear. Talking some swimming trunks. Hmm. You like to go uh, free balling? Get yourself some beat of the month swimming trunk. And, uh, you got a doormat. Put your key under. So the bitches come inside and know to lock the door behind them. Be the month doormats. Brian. Pale ass. Get him a red shirt. You ginger. Get You're that red just shirt. just as pale as me. What the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> you are just as pale as me. And you if looking I'm at me? a ginger, you are a ginger. You so, looking at me? Yeah. Yeah. Can you see me? Yeah. You see the bluish hue coming off my dome? <laughs> All right. This podcast has gone off the rails. That's the pink guy talking. Muff. Yeah. <laughs> Blind ass the, bitch. Uh, hey, yeah, I'm cutting down colors in red. Muff, does, <laughs> does, does the promo code SUMMERVIBES20 still work? Do you know? One way to find out, bitches. <laughs> there you go. If you want to save 20% off, maybe use code promo code Pink summer guy. 69 <laughs> that's how that shit happens summer vibes 20 may or may not save you money with our swag if you have never sent us an email before if you are listening to this podcast and you have never sent us an email before i am asking that you send us an email it doesn't have to be an episode suggestion although we like those too if you have a question if you just have a comment anything Send us an email, beatofthemonth at gmail.com. We would love to hear from you. Are you talking to Cody right now? No, you, Co- you Cody talk- Cody and Skeeter, very faithful, loyal to the show, have given us many great ideas. Of course, if they want to email us again, by all means, send us a note. We'd love to hear from you guys. But I'm I'm giving a, a call to action for the people that we have never heard from before to uh, let us know that you're out there. Give us a sign. Send us an email, beatofthemonth, gmail.com. Not you two old bitches from fucking Palm Beach. Y'all can stay the fuck away. What's wrong with them? You don't remember what they been said? No. What, what cancel beat of the month? Is that? Yeah. Let them come. So that, what? We paid for advertisement in the middle of the pandemic trying to give back to the world. And these bitches are going to be like, cancel beat of the month. Anyway, this has been Beat of the Month Podcast. Next episode, we will be doing a deep dive on rock band. Some of us got together. We played some rock band. We're going to look at kind of a you know a trip down memory lane, maybe touch base on some of the other games that led up to rock band, uh, you know, the Guitar Hero series, of course. But then there's some other games that even came further than ahead than that that we'll maybe take a bit of a, a look at. But anyway, this has been Beat of the Month Podcast. Thank you for listening, and we will catch you next episode. Who's going to say peace out? You just did. Bitch. See ya. You feel good? That, that, that feel good? <laughs> like, what? Adding bitch at the end? Yeah. Yeah, sure. Yeah, it felt That's, all right. Yeah.
Those are our first words. <laughs> That's right. 